What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Nice to be back with you. I want to read to you from Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, 37, and uh, um, talk to you about your mouth is the key to your life. The mouth is the key to your life. And Matthew 12, 34 through 37 says, O generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of it, uh, evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by your words you shall be justified, and by your words you shall be condemned or judge. You know, I think one of the things the enemy comes to do is to keep believers quiet so that they don't take the territory that he's nervous for us to take. When, when Satan was defeated 2,000 years ago, he's, he's playing basically, he, he's been trying to put out fires since then uh, because Jesus kicked his butt. The Bible says in Hebrews 2, 14 and 15 that Jesus destroyed him that had the power of death, that is the devil. In Colossians 2, 15, it says he, he, made a sh- uh, he triumphed over principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly. The devil was defeated. So his game is to try to keep you in, in defeat and keep you blindfolded to the reality of who you are. And so one of the things that he does is he gets people slow to speak. When it, uh, The Bible does say slow to speak, but it's not in the same context. Slow to speak when it comes to what belongs to them. One of my favorite scriptures has become Philemon chapter 1 and verse 6, and it says that the communication of your faith may become effectual through the acknowledging of every good thing that's in you in Christ Jesus. If you want your faith to become effective, you have to open your mouth and begin to acknowledge what what God has done for you. In this scripture that we read in Matthew 12, I love it. It says, for by the words of, the mouth, of your mouth, you shall be justified. That word justified means declared righteous. So the Bible says we're justified by faith in Jesus Christ. That means God looks at you and me as believers and says, you are righteous. You are in right standing with me. God made a declaration. Just like if you were on trial and then God says not guilty, God has made the declaration. You are, you are in right standing with me. And it says, by the words of your mouth shall you be justified. Well, that immediately made me think of Romans 10, 8. How do you get saved? The Bible says, for, for, uh, for with the mouth, confession is made under salvation. With the heart, man believes under righteousness. The Bible says that you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth, Jesus, Lord, you'll be saved. So literally, literally, you're, you're, it's your mouth saying what your heart believes that gets you saved. You cannot get saved without your mouth. And I know that's very simple and very obvious, but it says here, you are justified by the words of your mouth, or you will be condemned or judged by the words of your mouth. There have been people who've turned their back on the Lord. Yeah, no, I'm not, I don't really believe in that stuff. And then there'll be, there'll, there'll come a time where those words will be the judge for those people. But for us as believers who love the Lord, who are Christians, now that we're saved, there are many things that are tongue does for us and that we must keep an active tongue in moving forward. Number one, I'm going to go through a list here. Number one, you use your tongue to stir yourself up. Jude 1.20 says, ye beloved, build up yourselves in your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. One of the keys to, to being able to move forward in faith is to stay stirred up. And I would say if people made this one change where they woke up and throughout the day kept their spirit man stirred up, 
probably the vast majority of believers and spiritual believers aren't stirred up, and that's why they're they're dominated by their, their senses, they're dominated by their mind. But when you wake up and you'd make a decision, I'm going to keep my spirit man stirred. And you set aside real time to pray in the Holy Ghost. Man, your spirit man stirred up, and that makes all the difference. That's the difference between responding in faith and responding in, oh my gosh, I hope things go okay. I can't believe I got this news. There's just stirred up spirit man. So number one, you use your mouth to, once you're saved, you use your mouth to stir yourself up. Number two, you set your course for the future. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 21, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You can use your tongue to your benefit. They that love it shall eat the fruit. There are people who haven't fallen in love with opening their mouth and beginning to speak opening the mouth. Your, the, the, the life of your finances depends on your tongue. The life of your marriage depends on your tongue. You, your life, you can set your course for the future with the words that you speak. I heard a man of God say, if you can't ho- say it out of your mouth, you won't hold it in your hands. So I would encourage you, what are you believing the Lord for? You need to go there with your tongue. You need to find it in the word of God and then open your mouth. Father, I thank you that you allow me this year to give more than I've ever given before. I thank you, Lord, that you caused me to prosper. You said in your word. You said that if I obeyed you and I served you, I'd spend my days in prosperity and my years in pleasures. I thank you I'll give more this year than I've ever given before. I thank you that grace is resting upon my life. I think I'm full of dead raising power. I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost that rests on me. I'm setting my course for what I'm going to walk into in the future. Lord, I see a day where people come out of wheelchairs. I see dead people being raised. I think I see your anointing alive on the inside of me to raise the dead, to open the blind eyes, to, to, to open deaf ears. I thank you that your anointing is resting strong upon my spirit. I'm setting my course for the future. You go there first with your mouth. The Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So people wonder, well, I'm not seeing healings. I'm laying hands on people. I'm not seeing breakthrough. Well, are you speaking that? Because if you're not, it's actually evidence. It's a proof that your heart's not full of that yet. So what is your heart full of? When your heart's full of it, it's going to manifest. It's like a pregnant person until the belly's full. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the baby grows and it's a full size. The baby's not ready to come forth yet. So, th- so the heart has to be full of it. If it's coming out of your mouth regularly, then your heart is full of it. Until that time, keep speaking, keep opening your mouth, keep meditating the word, and then, you're, and then it'll come out of your mouth. So number three, uh, number one, stir yourself up. Number two, set your course for the future. Number three, you defend yourself or you stand your ground. Isaiah fifty four seventeen says, no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that's risen up in judgment against you, you shall condemn. Well, I want to tell you sickness and disease is a judgment against your life. Satan is the accuser of the brethren. So when Satan comes to you and says, you know, you're going to be sick the rest of your life. The Bible says that we're partakers of the divine nature. Hallelujah. And we've escape the corruption that's in the world through lust. The Bible says no evil will befall us, neither any plague come near I do- dwelling. Sickness cannot come near me. So so, so I defend myself. You know, there's been people doing healing school these three years, stories that I've heard people, different things that have happened where people come and they say, man, I woke up in the middle of the night with a pain in my body. And my first response was just to say, no, I refuse it. And then the thing left, like commanded it. Two o'clock in the morning, had this kidney pain come on and just said, no, in Jesus name and shouted and the thing left. What, what is that? You're defending yourself. You're using your tongue to defend yourself. That's how things work spiritually. Spiritually, 
spiritually, you don't pick up a stick and swing a stick. You use your tongue. That's how authority is expressed. You defend yourself. You stand your ground. Number four, you defeat your enemies. This ties in with that. But you defeat your enemies with your tongue. You know, Jesus cast out demons with the word. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Your tongue is your number one defense. When an attack comes to you, that's where you say no. The Bible says resist the devil. So what does that look like? An attack comes to your body. You say no in Jesus' name. The Bible says when when the devil came to tempt Jesus in the wilderness and he says, here, if you really are the son of God, then, you know, turn this, these, these stones into bread. And then Jesus said, he said, no, it is written. It is written. It is written. That was his response. The mouth is how he defeated his enemy. Number five, uh, uh, Number five, Matthew chapter 10 and verse one. I'm going to read this one to you here. Matthew chapter 10, verse one. And Jesus sends out his disciples. He calls unto him his 12 disciples and he gave them authority against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Man, I was looking at the word authority. It's throughout the New Testament. It's the uh, Greek word exousia and it's authority. But you know what that one of the meanings of that, if you look that word up, it's It's one whose commands must be obeyed. Your mouth has to be open for your command to be obeyed. You have to realize that spiritually, your authority, your faith is expressed uh, physically. So there has to be an expression of it. If you're not speaking, you're not using your authority. So you can believe, oh, I have, you know, an anointing and I can lay hands on people or I can, uh, I can heal the sick. But if you're not opening your mouth to do it, you're not exercising that authority. Faith is expressed through your mouth. Authority is expressed through your mouth the same way love is expressed through your mouth. If you're going to love, you tell, you, tell the Lord, Lord, I love you. Lord, you're wonderful. Lord, thank you. You're so good. What am I doing? I'm pouring out my love for God through my mouth. And so your tongue, your tongue is what expresses authority. Ones whose commands must be obeyed. This is how you this is how you win battles. If you're having an attack in your finances, you have to open your mouth and speak the opposite. I thank you, Lord, I'm going into the promised land. Lord, you said in Job 36, 1, if I obeyed you and I obey you, and if I serve you and I serve you, I'd spend my days in prosperity and my years in pleasures. I see me, I see me writing $10,000 checks to the ministry. I see myself writing $100,000 checks to the ministry. Lord, I see myself paying off houses, buying people cars. Lord, I see myself living in abundance. I see myself living in a debt-free home. Whatever it is, you you begin to speak the word. This is how you take territory in the kingdom of God. You do it with your mouth. And then the, the, the last one I'm going to cover today is you keep yourself out of trouble and in blessings. Proverbs 6 says you are snared by the words of your mouth. There are people because of the way that they've spoken negatively that they've kept themselves short. They've kept themselves small and, and speaking negative things. Well, you know, it's this time of year and October's always just been a bad month for me. You know, uh, physically, you know, I'd like to believe that I'm getting stronger, but I'm not. Oh, this, you know, I've been trying in faith, but it's not working for me. If, if you're trying in faith and you're saying it's not working, then, then you're not in faith. If you're trying in faith and you're saying it's not working, then you're not in faith. If you say, Lord, if there's anything I'm missing, Lord, show me. Lord, if there's anything I'm doing wrong, Lord, make it clear to me, but for the rest, I'm going to let it rip. I'm going to let it rip. I'm going to give it everything I got, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm going to see it through. This thing's going to work for me because the word is true. Let every man be a liar. If you try one week, two weeks, and I just tried, and you know nothing changed. Well, you, that was the problem. You were trying. You weren't doing it. As, as Yoda said, do or do not, there is no try. 
And so you make a decision that you're going to keep yourself out of trouble and in blessing by opening your mouth and speaking the word. The Bible says in 1 Peter 3.10, it says, I'll give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. You defeat your enemies with your tongue. And then it says, he that will love, sorry, that's Luke 21, 15, 1 Peter 3, 10. He that will love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Your tongue is the key to your life. Fall in love with it today. And if I want to say this, people know they need to speak the word, but if you find that you don't want to speak the word, stir yourself up first. A stirred up spirit won't have to be commanded to speak the word. If you go take 10, 15 minutes right now and you pray in the Holy Ghost fervently and you stir it up, the word within a few minutes will start to pour out of your mouth, the word that's in your spirit. So you take the word and you begin to speak. Thank you, Lord. I'm one of those whose commands must be obeyed. I'm full of the fire of the Holy Ghost. I thank you, Lord. I'm full of dead raising power. Thank you, Jesus. I walk. You said these works that I do shall you do also. I thank you. I'm doing the works of Jesus this day, this month, this week. I thank you, Lord, for grace to rest upon me. I thank you I'm an overcomer. I thank you no weapon formed against me shall ever prosper. Thank you, Lord, I'm going from glory to glory and strength to strength. You open your mouth and you speak the word. Let me bless you today. Father, I thank you that every listener listening under the sound of my voice is blessed. I call every one of them blessed. Lord, those who haven't been able to find a job that a job opens for them today in Jesus' name. Those who need a promotion, those who need a bonus, those who need income, I thank you for new income today in Jesus' name. I thank you for blessing and open doors today in Jesus' name. Any Anything holding them back, any anything in the realm of the mind, I break it now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for life into their bodies. I thank you for life into their marriage. I thank you for life in Jesus' name. I bless you in Jesus' name. We love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. If you'd go ahead and share it for us, tag us on your Instagram. That'd be awesome. It's at Ryan Yesta underscore at Krista uh, Yesta, if I'm not mistaken. Krista Yesta. All right. We love you. God bless you. See you next time.